Hello, my name is David Tan, and this is Like the Color. Here we talk with creatives about how and why they do what they do, and how they got so dang good at it. This week we have New York City-based fashion and brand photographer Christina Patton. Hi, I'm Christina. Um, I live in New York City. I'm a fashion brand photographer and social media curator. It's been about two years here in New York and one year having not been at school because the whole reason I even moved to New York was to go to FIT and study photography. So one year freelance, one year college educator. Cool. So you dropped out. Did you get a associates or anything or no I did not get a single degree unfortunately but still got the student loans um so I was on track to be graduating with my associates um and I was looking forward to getting even maybe a BFA so bachelor's in fine arts but it didn't didn't take me that way as it turns out Mm -hmm. so in terms of photography let's talk about like how you learned and then we'll get back to uh, maybe some opinions on higher education. So I started out with a lot of friends and um, mentors, I guess, who were really interested in film photography. So medium format, large format. Um, I didn't really ever meet many people who took digital photos, which is kind of what I do now, even though I love film. Um so, so yeah, so a lot of the grounding and mentorship that I had was like, can you take a photo in black and white and more technical aspects of that? Um, but yeah, so I had a camera since I was maybe 14 or 15 and I just kind of trial and error. I didn't have any classes until I went to college and um, even the high school I was at didn't even have an arts program. So it's just me by myself. But I will say that I spent a lot of time watching YouTube videos and um, Instagram has been super helpful, social media, but definitely a majority of the learning comes from like the rigorous, like we're going to do this the right way, like film photography stuff. It just made my digital photography more technical. So. So around what like year did you start learning from YouTube? YouTube? Um, yeah. Probably maybe like four years ago. Okay. Like, 2016 I feel like that's when YouTube got big too was mm-hmm. 2016 2015 when there were actual like people started to realize that you could like actually teach people through that platform yeah. so yeah definitely because my personal experience in high school I had photography classes and learned film and digital and stuff mm-hmm. but nowadays you just like go on YouTube and back then you could but they definitely weren't as polished as they are today. Mm-hmm. And then, like, two years ago, I still feel like they're worlds apart from today with, like, the massive yeah, class. It's definitely more, like, I feel like four years ago was how to be good at photography, and now, like, there's niches. Like, how to retouch this way, how to find, like, it's just there's more people, I think, that are on it and more, like, a flood of information mm-hmm. versus, like, the top five videos for photography were like, here's how to take a photo and focus. So like, here's how to turn your camera on, which super necessary at the time. But like, yeah, even now I think there's just more information there. Who are you watching? Who am I watching YouTube? Um, 
My favorite YouTube, I think their duo is Negative Feedback. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you know them, but they do like a lot of film stuff, or, like film walks and like portraits and stuff. And obviously, like I think people like Joe Greer or like street photo stuff, just like a lot of the stuff I don't like, which I do watch, are, like the retouching tutorials. And I couldn't name who does them, but they're all good, you know. But it's yeah. just like hard to watch, like forty-five minute long tutorial videos. But still, whoever they are, they're great. They're my favorite. Cool, cool. So back to higher education. One of my really close friends, he actually dropped out his first year trying to study film and he's doing pretty well now. I'll have him on one day. But how do you think you're doing without school and do you suggest dropping out? Do you suggest going to school? Like what are the pros and cons of? Well, I don't know. I guess everyone's path is a little different. Um, I definitely think it's important for um, the next generation of people to recognize like the school system is like get as much money from you as possible. It doesn't matter like if you actually need to get educated in that specific field. They just it's like very money hungry industry. It's huge. Just student loans are huge. Um, so, but obviously, like you know, college is college, and you're able to have like a ton of experiences put into one. So. There's like pros and cons, but for me, the thing that um, it was in 24 hours that I made the decision to drop out of FIT, which is just like, you know, kind of a lot to process. But mm -hmm. I realized that I was turning down photography jobs in my life because I was going to school to study photography or like telling people that I'm a photographer who's studying photography. And so it made me like a little bit almost discredited like I hadn't learned enough to be a photographer like I would only be an artist if I graduated from the school which is just wrong this isn't like a diss either but like in a lot of ways I I still have friends and people who go there who are like very helpful to helping me now so like thankfully I still have access to a lot of the resources that are in that program um but photo video and like art school is not a necessity I think they're all like it's all who you meet you know it's all who you meet and what resources what cameras they have available studios or like trips or people but like yeah I think the college system is just like kind of all fake I have to say like it's a question yeah. but it is like I don't know so you were saying that it's a it's all about who you meet like how do you start meeting people i know new york is pretty big and it's pretty daunting but how do you like get your foot through that door and like yeah that's a good question um so how do i get my foot in the door well when i was at fit i was very open to talking to anyone who would listen or at least just listening to what they had to say um but i would say for the last like two years been pretty non-stop like any event any photo shoot, anybody, like I would just go hang out with them. I think that's even how we met was that we decided to hang out and talk about photography. And I just like to, I think for New York, you just kind of have to think like 
there's so many people, but like yeah. that's a that's the positive side of it is that like you'll have that many more experiences. Um, randomly, I will say my roommates have played like a huge part in in meeting people because I meet them on like gypsy housing, like just randomly they come into my life and then I end up having like a lifelong friend um, and they know people too. So I just, I think my personality is like, even though I can be a little bit introverted and like kind of exhausted from talking to so many people, I just like keep putting myself out there in the same situation, you know? Yeah. Let's talk about like past projects. You were talking about going to events and just going on shoots to, to network, I guess, as well as take some sweet pictures. What events have you done? Let's see. I did um, Pride last year, which was my, my absolute favorite event. Um, I've done art gallery things. Um, I went to San Francisco to shoot for Outside Land, so it's like a festival. But I wasn't shooting for the festival, actually. I was shooting for um, the first time. I don't know what the word is for this, but like it was the first time in the United States that you could smoke pot in like a public place legally. So I got to do like documentary stuff for that, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. But like I'm also from the Bay Area, so I felt like very empowered by that. But yeah, so those two are definitely the top. Beside that, it's just like a lot of concerts or like um, comedy stuff. None of them really like ring a bell, I guess. But because <laughs> well, because last year I shot one event a week for seven months. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was a lot. How are you getting into? these places um I started out reaching on Instagram and then like after that about like three months and I don't even know if you introduced me to this person or not but it was like um this affiliate for this magazine or something so I ended up shooting for this online blog um and so he would just send stuff and was like if you want to go to this you can and he would send like 300 events for the month is it we all want someone is that guy's name Will? Yes, he's really yeah. tall. Yeah, I've never met him in real life, but Will, yeah. yeah. I met him at a concert, actually, and I was like, wow, you're... Really tall. Really tall. <laughs> he's really nice. Nice guy, really nice guy. Yeah, super nice. Um, but obviously, I'm not going to be doing that, like, concerts or events for quite a long time, which is okay, because it was kind of, like, emotionally exhausting, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a hard job. I did... I think it was eight days of straight concerts. Oh and I God. think after it, I was physically sick. Yeah. But I was like, wow, that was that was a lot of fun. Definitely, if you're, for me, it's very, I know you do studio as well. And like, you're able to control everything there. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about like the concert setting? Do you know what it's I mean? like everything that I'm bad at in one place like low light bad at it especially with canon come on um not having control over my subjects not being able to control what they're wearing or like who's standing where the lights um yeah I'm awful at it and I have to say like while I did well I do believe like what I don't even know what the saying is but, like you do something for like 10,000 hours and you're like better at it yeah well I definitely did like concert photography for 10,000 hours and like I'm not better at it I have to say it's hard. Um, but I mean, I guess to some extent it was, it was like a little better because technically I started to figure out like, okay, like red lights are not good. Like don't waste my time doing that. Like I'm starting to like figure out when like 
were good opportunities but in terms of the photos or the images I was like I don't think my time is well spent here but like something like pride where it's like outdoors not low light and like kind of has like that same energy because there's just so many people involved and it almost it has like a performance aspect at least for the people I was shooting for um yeah so that that thing I think I'm like I'm more interested in I guess but I also did do a lot of work for House of Yes um and like that's not a concert but like I was very passionate about it so I like put in a lot of effort into that so yeah studio so Mm -hmm. how how are you with that I mean I've obviously looked you up and seen all your great work how do you how do you get that aesthetic it's like soft and nice you know so this is interesting because it kind of goes back to FIT. Um, there We had full studio classes that I learned, but I not only failed, by the way, um, I did all, I took some of the worst images I've ever seen, not just like for myself, but for anybody in those classes. Um, and I thought, so in that class, I was like, well, fuck this. I'm never doing studio again. It's I'm so bad at it. I'm so awful. I can't like, whatever. Um, and then this woman asked me if I would shoot, if I would do the social media for a studio in Brooklyn and I could use the studio space for as, like as long as I wanted. And I was like, sure, like that sounds good. Cause that's like the other thing I do is like social media management. Yeah. And so then what led to that is like me in the studio by myself with all this equipment for 20 hours a month. And like, I didn't necessarily have a model, but I'd look up videos and then I would like try to do it and like have a friend come with me. So it wasn't like a model. And like, I eventually just think, you know, I might've learned like one or two things or like watch someone else do it in the studio. And I was like managing and they're like, Oh, I didn't even think of that. Like that's a genius idea. And so it's like baby steps for me. Like I didn't even know that people light up the background to make it white until like two weeks ago. So yeah. like it's trial and error, you know, it's like little steps. I had no idea. And like, yeah, a lot of the studio work I do involves using the window and just one softbox. But eventually I would like to have like three lights or like have some like cooler setups and whatever. But yeah, I was terrified to even touch equipment because I thought I would break it. And then I would like owe people hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like yeah. I had just like this random fear for some reason. So, I mean, it's all really expensive. It's really not like the speed or the softbox is like two hundred dollars. Like, oh, okay. Something, you know what I mean? Like, you might as well just like at least try if you're that yeah. afraid of breaking it. I was like, okay, well, I'll try. You know. And this is sky blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super cool. Very cool studio. What have you been? Have you been still been in the studio now, or? No, I shot um, my roommate, who's a model in the studio for, I think we did like an eight hour shoot one day. Um, Just, we were going to just go there to update digitals because her agency asked. And then we were like, well, we might as well do like a couple looks. And then we ended up being there for eight hours because neither of us had done any photo or creative stuff for like two months. So yeah, Um, I've done self-portraits. And I'm trying to do more product stuff or still life. Um, but I'm not that good at that either. So I'm still working. But yeah, I'll go there a little bit. But I'm I'm excited to get back into it. I think maybe going into things with like more of an idea of like health precautions, I think studio would be a good option for that because you have so much control over the environment. Mm-hmm. So like everything can be sanitized before you go in and like you fully know that at least that that's like a safe area and then like protecting the photographer 
so that like no germs are spread or any anything like that so I think that's probably where I'll start like dipping my toe in maybe at the end of June or July cool cool and you shot for a magazine recently mm-hmm. no I mean yeah how was that that was just a great experience but one that was not planned at all so the dancer that I shot that was the cover she um was not supposed to be in town her tour got moved up or something and they like randomly it was supposed to be in April and then the shoe moved to February all of a sudden and um the photographer that Jenna had brought I think was like I can't do it I need someone else in New York to do it because they lived in LA um and so someone just recommended me. And then the next day, it was like within 24 hours, I was like walking onto a full set with this magazine, which is really cool. And I was very nervous because it was studio, but not in my studio. It was in someone else's studio. So I was like, well, I really hope this goes well. <laughs> I was like, who knows? But it turned out to be like pretty, yeah. a pretty amazing experience. Yeah. How big was this set? Like in terms of it people? Probably like very small, like six people, seven people. There's the director of the magazine, um, and I think that she was also the creative director as well. And then we had a stylist and a and hair and then makeup and then Jenna and me. Yeah. How often do you work like that? Like in terms of makeup and hair and styling? Um, I'd say every shoot that I plan in studio, I try to pull hair and makeup minimum. I mean, the mm-hmm. styling I can do, but I'm not good at. But I can do it. Like I can at least get the basics. But in terms of like creating an image based off of fashion, I feel like I have to bring someone else in because my idea is always like, what about like a white or black shirt with jeans? Like it's not really like, yeah. like oh, it's not. I have to have someone else with like a bigger idea. But thankfully, I have a lot of friends who are who either went to FIT, right, or like left FIT who are really into styling and fashion. And so they at least help me or like look over what I'm doing. They're like, what do you, that's awful. Or this is a good idea. But Whichever it is. I usually always like to have hair and makeup there. So Yeah. And how are you finding them? Um, well, hair. This is like shout out, I guess. Like shout out like, to um, Marcos I met on Instagram like a year and a half ago. And now he's like one of my closest friends. And if I ever needed like hair, I would always pick Marcos. Um, and then makeup artists. Um, I use a lot of different people that so like you know whoever's free or if the model has someone that they know but there's like a couple people that I met through FIT or like through Marcos actually because he works with a lot of makeup artists and I'm so like there's been a lot of different people that kind of circle in but um I would say sometimes the models know the people that they want to work with which is always good for me because if they are like trusting of that person then I definitely am um but I also work for a hair salon so those people can get involved too, which is cool. Cool, cool. I really want to talk about mm-hmm. your trip to the West Coast, to okay. L.A. Was that just for creative pursuit, you know? Yeah, yeah. I decided I wanted to go to L.A. for, um, I think it was like a week and a half or two weeks to do literally anything. I was like, I well, I'm from the Bay Area, but... So it's pretty close, but I was like, well, if I'm going to go spend time with family, like I'd like to take a trip and like try to book some things along the way and like see some friends. Um, so I ended up working with um, a hotel, a boutique hotel in, in West Hollywood. And so it was kind of crazy because it was like a lot of 
we did a lot of content for them in, in five days or something in like six days. So I stayed in Malibu and shot a swim campaign for this really cool brand. That's like, um, you know, like a lot of different sizes and size inclusive, whatever. And that was really exciting for me because like one Malibu, the prettiest beach ever. And I also like really appreciate having like a company that's working with me that is like the same values. So like we did three models and then I shot some um, beauty products on the beach with like in the sand, you know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I stayed in WeHo and then did like what's called an artist in residency program with them. So I did like writing blogs about it and then like content creation. Um, and I just met up with as many people as I could basically and shot for as much as I could. Nice. Oh, I took my little sister with me because she loves the beach in LA and I wanted to spend more time with her. So, yeah, it looked like a lot of fun. Uh, that's all I have. Do you have any tips in terms of like pursuing your creative miss? You know, tips <sighs> like surround yourself with other photographers and like see what they're doing. That's a big one. Um, but also in a way, like, don't, I don't know. It's a fine balance. Like once I'm surrounded with so many people, I think my work starts to look like other people's, which is never good because then you're kind of drowned out with like different, the same style. But yeah, I think, I think it's important to just kind of like look and see something that inspires you and then try to recreate it exactly how you see it. And then once you're able to recreate it, then like, you can start to figure out like what were the pieces that inspired you. So like sometimes I'll recreate some picture that really inspired me. And like, obviously I can't use that cause I just took blatantly took their idea. Right. But then like, Oh, I'm like interested by this because of like the black and white or like how grainy it is or like the composition of it. Um, and then I can take those smaller ideas and make it into something that's mine. But obviously you can't like just recreate other people's work, but it is cool to take different elements from people. That one is probably the biggest one. I think it's definitely helped me after leaving school. Cool. So where could people find you on whatever projects you're doing? And I know you you have your self-portrait. Well, if they want to find me at Christina Patton, it's spelled weird um, on everything. TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, which is becoming my least favorite platform. But it's okay. Here we are. Um, and my website, ChristinaVadden.com. If you want to connect with Christina, we have links in the show notes to her social media and Patreon. Thank you so much to Christina for coming out to be on the podcast. The music throughout the podcast was done by Brenton Wainscott and the band Jaden. You can find links to their projects in the show notes as well. Thanks for tuning in. My name is David Tan, and that's Like the Color.